Hello, beauty entrepreneurs. So with today's guest, we're gonna learn about how she came up with her product and the research that she went through to, to come up and get to where she's at today. And then learn about the structure of our affiliate program. And don't worry, it's not like your MLM type, you know, pyramid program. And then finally, how she overcame all the naysayers and negativity in her life. So stay tuned if you wanna learn more. Welcome to the Business of Beauty, where we help beauty entrepreneurs in building their business and reaching their dreams. This is your host, David Lee. All right. So, um, welcome to the Business of Beauty live session, where we help beauty entrepreneurs in building their business and reaching their dreams. I'm your host, David Lee. Our guest today owns and operates a salon seven days a week created and manages an affiliate program with 18 affiliate downlines, manages an e-commerce website, and now she recently launched Beyond Beauty School. Her name is Tanya Mason at Tanya Does Hair LLC. Welcome and thank you for being on the show. It is so my pleasure. I appreciate you um, and the platform and your time and attention. So um, as you said, I am Tanya Mason, I am owner and operator of Tanya Does Hair in Greenwood Village, Colorado. And um, just recently, I'm very proud to announce that I launched my own brand back in July of 2018, which is called My Water Leave-In Hair Solution. Um, I, in addition, um, evolved that into, like you mentioned, an affiliate program where I want to offer the same benefits that I'm gaining um, through the use of my water um, to other licensed um, professionals such as myself. Um, so through the affiliate program, you are able to earn extra money by two ways, either becoming what's called a professional marketing affiliate, which means you obtain an individualized link, which allows you to simply share, no bottling, no labeling, packaging, none of that. All you do is just share the link with your friends and family. And that in return, will pay you 30% commission on all monthly sales that come through your individualized link. Um, yeah. I also yeah. offer a wholesale retail um, side of things where I offer an additional 30% savings on specialized packages for, um, for inventory, for those that have retail space or desire to accumulate retail space in their salon. Um, retail is a very huge part of um, income in a salon. So I wanted others to be able to benefit and take on the same same um, lifestyle that I am um, I'm experiencing now. So in addition to the affiliate program, I also yeah. just launched the Beyond Beauty School where I am bringing what I'm calling holistic business practices and training which is catering to the pattern hair community. Um, and then also to individualized training. So um, that's newly launched. We just launched that in October. So actually that's three brands that I have launched within a 12 month period. Wow, wow. Where, yes. so where, do you, where, where do you find time to sleep or do anything so else? Everyone asks me that. And I say the same time you sleep, which is at night <laughs> and overnight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> One so thing do you I have, do you have like 25 hours in the day or 26 hours? Like, where does it come from? Well, um, like how do you manage your time? I would like to first point out the huge component of what I, why I do what I do. 
Um, doing hair is my passion. It's not a job for me. It's not a side hustle. It's not an extra av you know, avenue. It is my breath. Um, I breathe hair. So anytime I'm behind the chair and I'm here in the salon, I'm never agonized. I'm never tired because I do sleep at night. You know, I'm yeah. energized. I'm excited. I'm having fun yeah. now. Um, so there's no strain with working, nice. quote unquote. So yeah. when I'm doing hair, it's like I'm at the park and each client is like a different <laughs> ride for me. And I, I'm like standing in line and I can't wait to get on um, because I know it's going to be fun. I know it's going to be exciting and I know the end result is going to be amazing. So yeah. I'm never honestly tired. I tell people I've learned to work smarter and not harder. That's that's pretty smart. Yes. Now, like, do you have do you have a routine? Do you like when you when you do you wake up at a certain time and you do certain things in order just to kind of manage all these different things, right? You got your salon, you got your affiliate program, you got your e-commerce site, you got you're, you're launching new brands. Like, what is your routine like throughout your day, throughout your week? Well, a day for Miss Tanya starts at about 4.30 a.m. every single morning. Um, I don't wow. rise, <laughs> I don't rise by time, you know, clocks like uh, most um, women may, or most people may, yeah. but I automatically rise at 4.30 every morning. I drink a lot of water orally, so I have to urine um, um, early in the morning. So, but I have learned that that's when my mind is fresh. That's mm. when I'm, a, I'm the most alert is when I first wake up in the mornings. And so this is actually when I have dedicated, I dedicate three hours every morning to touch base with my team, to go over the numbers from the day before, to give marketing um, some attention and also promoting. So this is when like I do all my Facebook and Instagram posts. I review okay. any raw footage that I may have captured the day before. This is the time that I touch base with clients that may have questions or concerns about their appointments or their services that they've mm -hmm. already received. Um, this is what I call my admin time, my administrative time. And that's the time that and, and, I give. That's and the is time that like that right in the morning from from like 4.30 to 7 or 4.30 to 9? Like what is, what is Actually, that Actually, like? it varies. I can't okay. say that I give every morning the exact same time frame. I give every morning to admin from 4.30 until 8 a.m. Anyone on my team that works for me, um, I have a lot, a couple of them that are on the East Coast. So they're two hours ahead of me. So yeah. 8 a.m. is my cutoff time because at that point I open the salon at 9 a.m. and I have to have time to, of course, get dressed and jump into Miss Tanya mm. and be ready for my 9 a.m. client. Yeah. Um, once I get to the salon, I um, begin taking clients, um, usually from 9 until about 6 p.m. during the day. Um, yeah. As any salon owner knows, there's downtime every day. There is times when you're not behind the chair. So I've learned to make the most of that time. So in here, you do things like towels and sweeping and dusting and so forth, yeah. um, you know, to keep your environment clean and ready for the next client. Once my day ends here, um, I have to and, admit, and that, I'm exhausted. The time is, <laughs> when, when, when <laughs> does your salon end? At this time, it's about no later than 7 p.m. So I do not allow. Wow. Yes. So you're there 10 hours, right? From nine to seven, right? Correct. And that's not wow. consistent. One the one of the beauties about um, owning your own salon is that you're not really secluded all day. Okay. I mean, unless you don't, unless you choose to. And 
because I do run the other businesses, if I have like an hour break, I may have to run to the post office to drop an order off, or I may have to run to the beauty supply store to buy, you know, replenish on supplies or inventory. So I make the most of downtime in the salon in order to, I guess, you know, capitalize on the efficiency of the running of the salon. So that's pretty much it, a day it. for Miss Tanya, and that's seven days a week. Yeah. I have to admit, I'm not married. I'm a single woman, and my children are grown now, so I'm an empty nester. So okay. I do have a lot of time now on my hands. So a lot of people wonder how and why. And I think when I exemplify those important factors, you can understand yeah. I have a lot of time to give to business now. Love it, love it. And also, since you mentioned when people are asking all these questions, now for those that are on the live feed right now, we have a few that are on, feel free to submit questions. All right. Yes, and, and ask like, me anything. I am so <laughs> open to questions. Yes. I want to share it. with anyone that's watching that I've asked a lot of questions during my journey. And quite frankly, questions make people feel uncomfortable. And I understand that now, but I want everyone to know with me, you can ask me anything. Um, questions make me wiser. Questions make me smarter. Questions make me read more. Because if there's ever a question that is asked of me that I do not know the answer to, I promise I will find the information because we both need to know. So anyone watching, if you have any questions about your skin, why it turns white, why you have blackheads on your um, nose, why you have pimples, um, about the cosmetics that we're using, um, your, your regimen, anything that pops into your mind, I would like for you to ask. I do hold over 25 years of experience. I am a licensed cosmetologist, which means I'm also a licensed esthetician as well as a licensed nail tech. I uh, just do not practice esthetician nor nail tech work, um, Ms. Tanya does hair. So I've decided to just concentrate on my passion of my license, which is hair. Um, mm -hmm. But as we all now know, I also have um, skincare options for us, which is coming from my water leave-in hair solution. It's amazing. It's a universal product that works on both our hair and our skin. I say yep. to everybody in the world, Mr. Lee, no. do you have any any item in your closet that you can use on both your hair and your face? Hmm, I, I don't think I, I do. I, I usually exactly. they're separate. There's a reason why there's two departments in the stores. We all know that we have to go to one aisle for our face or our skincare regimen, and you have to mm. go to a whole other aisle for your hair care regimen. Well, guess yeah. what? Sure. I've simplified that. I don't like shopping. I like I like simplicity. <laughs> I'm a one-stop shop type of girl. So my water is a universal multicultural product. It's safe, meaning I haven't added anything to my water. I had to take a seat back down in chemistry and learn the different types of waters and all the different functions that waters have. Now okay. this so this so since since we got into this topic of your of your my water now like questions our viewers are probably asking okay well you know you're saying we're used to having separate products right one for hair one for skin and we feel like okay because they're separate products they they should work better right they're they're, they're really concentrated they're really focused so really what makes your product you know and when 
you say, all right, it works on everything. Our fear might be, well, is it jack of all trades? Right? Right. So what I explained to everyone is I dived very deep when I went into making this product. I found back in 2016, after conducting extensive research and studies, that conditioner is actually a styling product. It is not a moisturizer. It's not a hair softener. Conditioners were designed to harden our texture and hold it in place. Hmm. Some way along the line, things got changed and we started blow drying after conditioner. Yeah. Well, the fact of the matter is all conditioners, I don't care who makes it, um, if you grabbed a bottle of conditioner, you're gonna see a very heavy, strong carcinogenic chemical called propylene glycol. Propylene glycol is a chemical that's used to make jet fuel. It's the first ingredient in your antifreeze for your car. It's designed to harden when it dries. So that's a chemistry action that occurs with a lot of the liquid mm -hmm. chemicals that are in our cosmetics. Once they come out the bottles and they are placed on us, the oxygen oxidizes these liquids and turns them into solids. I didn't know this because beauty school does not dive okay. this deep into chemistry for us. They just yeah. kind of give us the basics. So, Here's the periodic table, right? Memorize it, right? No matter what, what kind of hair you have, no matter what type of ethnicity you are, we all have to access the tap water. Unfortunately, in this day and age, yeah. every state's tap water is increasingly getting stronger by the day. Now, this is where Miss Tanya comes into play. Yeah. Tap water happens to be our primary tool for every regimen in my license. It's the first tool that's needed for the nail care regimen. It's the first tool or, or resource that's accessed for your skincare regimen. And it's the first tool for your hair care regimen. Well, quite frankly, it is a chemical item. It's like a liquid conditioner mm -hmm. on its own. And I never realized this. I have always seen the differences in my hair once it immediately accesses the tap water. And I've also always noticed what happens once my hair dries after accessing the tap water. And my hair is extremely, I call it hard, that the industry identifies as dry. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that the shedding increases, it's not a positive result. So to answer your question, my water is an inorganic water. I haven't added anything to it. Therefore, that makes it what's considered a soft water. Soft water in a chemistry lab removes. Tap water is a hard water. So in fact, it's actually leaving a lot behind because our hair and our skin is coarse. So I conducted tests and research on over 400 women here in Colorado. And I picked a very complicated state because here in Colorado, we have no humidity, unlike the rest of the world. And yeah. we have extremely hard water now. So we have mm -hmm. two culprits here in our state that is directly affecting our hair and our skin. Mm. Okay. So my so, water. Uh, oh, go ahead. Your water. So my water is not something to replace your hair care regimen or what you're using right now. It's mm -hmm. an addition to your family. It's a post-treatment to the tap water because without my water, the tap water is leaving a coverage. It's called a barrier or resistance, which is preventing your all, any of your cosmetics from properly operating anyway. 
So Magwater is going to remove those re remains and leave your skin and your hair a lot cleaner is the, yeah. is the result and the action that Magwater gives us, which is the true path to soft and shiny and healthy hair and skin. Okay. So now when, when you mentioned water show, so yeah, it's people understand tap water um, is we, different than let's just say like I'm drinking ice mountain bottle water, right? It's a little bit different, you know, types of water. Now others might say, well, couldn't I just go to the grocery store and buy filtered water, spring water, and just pour it all over me? I mean, what makes your water so unique? compared to going to the grocery store and buying bottled water? Great question, Mr. Lee. And I'm glad you asked that question. So the biggest difference between my water versus that water that you have in that bottle is that again, I haven't added anything to the water. The bottle that you're holding and that you're drinking, the first ingredient is tap water. And unfortunately there's additional chemicals that have been added to that water. I have not added anything to my water, making it the only single ingredient cosmetic right now in the world. And again, I would love to exemplify the safeness of my product. I have a bottle here, which this is the four ounce bottle that I pretty much highly recommend mm -hmm. for skin usage. What I love to do in front of everyone is just show that I'm able to spray it directly into my eyes. No burning, no irritation, which is huge for me. So some people yeah. and those that have skincare um, regimens may be yeah. okay with the burning. I'm not, I hate burning. I hate anything that makes me feel uncomfortable. And mm -hmm. I've experienced a lot of things on my skin that made me burn and feel uncomfortable. My okay. water does not. Yeah. So to further, compare. When we put tap water on our face, it leaves a very white residue. We call that dry skin. My findings is that yeah. that's not dryness. It's actually the remnants that were left behind that are in the tap water. This remnant, these remnants harden. They turn to solids once the oxidation occurs, which is the drying um, process. Mm -hmm. They turn into solids, uh, Mr. Lee. And at that point, we feel it. We feel that that dry, that that result. Our face feels hard. It's difficult to stretch it. And then, of course, we see the white residue. My water does not give us a white yeah. residue. I feel clean. There's no hardness. The, There's no white residue so, left. So let me restart. So back in 2016, okay. that's when you started researching, right, yes. about this. Now, what what was what was the reason? for that, I mean, it was for yourself, like, hey, it, 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 this was really bothering me and there has to be something better. Like, so this kind of, it would give our entrepreneurs, you know, that are listening in right now, thinking about like, how can they come up with their own product, right? Own way of, you know, starting their own business. Like, how, what, what inspired you? What, what, what got you to, to today? Honestly, my passion, so, I tell and, and, and integrity. Um, we all in our professions, we have a choice to either address the problems we clearly see, or we have a choice to ignore them. I chose to address them. And so this is what led me into researching. This is what led me into reading. 
And this is what led me into finding a water to soften our hair in place of conditioner. Um, yeah. Would I have so now, ever thought? Now, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, but okay. So yeah, your your passion now, was it to solve your own own like challenges the, for yourself first or were other, was it other people asking you for a solution? Like it, was a, combina it was a combination of both. So I have to admit okay. that it was my clients that inspired Ooh. me to speak out. Um, okay. For the first 12 years of my career or doing hair, I actually ran an at-home salon where I operated out of my okay. home. I worked a full-time yeah. job back um, back then and worked for the city mm -hmm. full-time. And then I did hair in the, um, on part-time. Because I had that personal environment yeah. with my clients, I was able to talk to them about their underlying challenges and their real problems about their hair. And I found that what my clients were telling me were the exact same problems and challenges that I was having myself with my own hair. So a lot of times stylists yeah. don't discuss what we go through with our hair, you know, and the challenges that we face. But I was facing yeah. the same challenges. My hair was shedding. My hair was difficult to comb yeah. through. My hair was very, very hard in certain areas, you know, with the frizz and so forth. So I was trying all kinds of different products and product lines and nothing seemed to be working. So mm -hmm. this is what pushed me to ask for help. So I started asking like chemists and um, other, other cosmetic manufacturers that are owners of the companies and started asking them for what I thought would be a natural shampoo or what I thought was a healthy shampoo. I needed so, something help, you know, something milder than yeah. what the market currently has yeah. for us to cleanse our hair. So, so what you're saying is that you, as an entrepreneur, you listened, you listened to your customers, right? And that's kind of really so how it all started, right? You do. So you do. you're, so would you say for other entrepreneurs, if you're, if, if, if they say, Hey, I don't know what to create. Maybe I, I do have a hair salon or maybe I have a, you know, a, a service-based business, but I don't know what, you know, what product to create. Would you, would you say that? Would you share like, Hey, listen to your customers, Absolutely. see what their problems are. Right. I, and if there's a I pattern, would, yes, <laughs> yes. And then after compiling your data, which is listening mm -hmm. to your customers, you then have to do research in order to yeah. search and find a solution. Once okay. you find a solution, you then need to test and research that solution prior yeah. to rolling it out. This yeah. way you can ensure longevity of your product and your business, and you can adhere to any problems and challenges before rolling out and being in business. So yeah. listening to your clients is first or your customers is first. Mm -hmm. I would put a little um, detour in there and I would stop and say, listen to your heart. If, mm -hmm. for instance, if you're in the carpet, carpet in your, in the carpet business, and mm -hmm. if the majority of carpenters are using nails, but you found an amazing tape that does just as good as a nail. Yeah. If you've researched and you know, in your heart that that tape is, is going to attach the carpet better than the nails are, and it's going to provide a better solution, and it's going to create um, benefits for your customers, go for it. Because a lot of times we tend to assume that 
because it's not what everyone else is doing or because it's not what others are doing that we shouldn't do it, I would definitely say you're stopping yourself. So if you have a dream or you have a preference or you have anything in your mind that you feel is good and you feel that it would help others, please, 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 you're holding yourself back. Go ahead and roll it out. Start testing it. Start sharing it. Um, start talking about it because this yeah. is how we find out and, and decide whether it's something we really want to do or not. I love that. You know, so you, 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 you found the problem or you're, you're listening to your customers, you're, you're listening and you're, you're seeing that, okay, you yourself was experiencing the same challenges. So now you went into research. So now the next step is research. So let's dig a little deeper into research. So one of the steps was was interviewing chemists right now what uh what else i mean did you go on google and say hey how to how to fix hair or how to you know straighten out no. the hair like this like or fix my skin like what, what was that process like so i back in 2016 i actually without going into detail i became a distributor of a cbd company called arena life um Arena Life had an accessible chemist for me to talk to and ask questions to. That's one of the benefits of accessing a newly launched business is that you can really get in and you can kind of um, get involved. And so I got involved into the chemistry lab. And one day I asked Mr. Aaron Sumner, who is the chemist for Arena Life, um, I asked him to, like I just um, it mentioned earlier, to make a shampoo, you know, for me. And he made the comment to me, you realize if you just have a good water, you don't need sulfur and hydroxide. So at this time, my, yeah, you, you think know, he was crazy. My chemistry level was not as sharp as it is now. So I have to admit <laughs> that anything I used to hear that was foreign to my ears, I automatically called it stupid. You know, that's dumb. That doesn't yeah. make sense. I've never heard like, water. Come on, I could get water from my bottle water, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> but I so I also understand the importance of clearing your confusion, you know, at the time of the onset. So when you're in front of a resource, that is your best time to say, well, what about this? Well, what does this mean? So I want to share this real quick because it's very important to my journey. Back when I first started doing hair, this was back in 1987. I was in middle school. The service that I was trained on was called a shampoo, blow dry, press and curl. At that time, there was this green jug of this green, stinky, um, thick liquid that was in this jug and it was sulfur. Um, you had to put on gloves. I imagine like Ghostbusters with the green ooze. Okay, that's what I'm visualizing yes. here. You had to put on gloves, you know, to access it. And this yeah. was not something that we put on every woman's hair. This was only mm -hmm. for like someone that maybe worn a wig maybe too long or someone that maybe had been in the hospital that was unable to cleanse their hair, you know. Mm -hmm. um, this was not something we used on every single client. Yeah. And back then, quite frankly, I was using a horse product. Um, it was called Mane and Tail. A lot of listeners and yeah. viewers that are watching probably remember. Um, I remind us about things that we didn't even have beauty supply stores here in Colorado back in the 80s. 
Um, we had places like Woolsworth and Walgreens is where I bought my hair care products from. Um, we didn't have, VO5 didn't have conditioner at first. It was just a shampoo line. So at any rate, sulfur was the question I asked in the chemistry lab with the chemist. And I asked him, what if I just took straight sulfur and rubbed it into the hairs and rinsed with tap water, wouldn't that work? And he broke down the chemical compound of sulfur and how strong it is and the importance of diluting it, um, which is what then sparked a light in me. And I then went to research and re reference Madam C.J. Walker. A side note to this real quick is Madam C.J. Walker was a pioneer who was the first woman to make her own product. Well, guess what? She was the first woman to mix sulfur with the tap water. And I think the ingredient list has grown and grown and grown and grown since then into what we now call conditioner and heat protectants and spritz and all of these items that we have on the market. So back to the chemist, when he spoke this word to me about the water, I did not understand it because I didn't have any water knowledge either, Mr. Lee. So I had to take another seat down and I had to look into different waters. I think all of us that are watching and listening, we all know about the tap water. We also know about distilled water. We also know about seawater. And we also are very, very, very familiar with reservoir water. All four of those are four different levels of water and they all have different functions. I didn't know this. I thought all waters were the same and that's not true. All waters have different levels and they also have different functions. This is why they have different names. So this is why I came with naming my water and inorganic water. Inorganic means it's no longer consisting of, which directly describes how I caress the water um, here in Greenwood Village. So back to the, the basis of that story with the chemist. Having that gift and that resource, there's a lot of people that may have never spoken to a chemist. Yeah. I was benefited by being able yeah. to gain this knowledge about yeah. the waters. So I have to admit, I started out using tap water that failed miserably on our mm -hmm. hair. Once it dried, hair was frizzy, difficult to comb through, it was horrible. I then went to store-bought waters and I, I mean, we tried all of them. I tried Aquafina, <laughs> I tried Core, I tried Smart, and I still had the same result that I did from the tap water at home or at the salon. So we yeah. kept pushing, Mr. Lee, and I started exercising other waters that are available as, as to, in the world today. And I stumbled across one, one particular water that is softening our hair and our skin better than anything in the world that we've ever tried. And it's so simple that it's just a little non-adapting because we've just been so used to adding so much to our hair. We've yeah. been used to adding so much to our skin that now I'm here to just take us back to the basics, which is mm -hmm. your water and the proper cleansing of your skin and hair before you add any of your favorite cosmetics. That's all. Yeah, and, and I love it. And thanks for sharing all the little details of your process. Like, so you, you weren't afraid, you stepped up and you asked the chemist, hey, how do you solve this problem, right? Uh, so, and, and he kind of gave you a direction 
take a look at water and then it was you didn't stop there you you went ahead and started testing all these waters like you yourself was the guinea pig at that point right like i'm trying all this i'm trying this i'm trying that and eventually you found the you know this this soft water that worked well right. now now that what time period is that so we started in 2016 now where are we at now when you finally found that product in 2016 is the year that I began researching and studying. So I like to say that's when my journey began. Um, yeah. Let's fast forward because it was um, July of 2018. So I would say about a solid 16 months that mm. I did not sell this product. I did not mm -hmm. try to bottle it. Um, I tested it on all clients that were coming in. So the way I did this, because some people may say, well, you tried it on clients, I did. Um, I hold trust with my clients. And so mm -hmm. clients would come in, I would simply ask them, hey, I've got this water that I would like to use in place of conditioner today. Oh, yeah. the looks that I would get. Yeah, it's like, what, you crazy? I want that conditioner. Yes, thank you. Oh my God, this girl don't know what she's talking about. She's gonna yeah. mess my hair up. Um, <laughs> all for all, we have all yeah. been shocked we are all amazed. And so my research, I didn't even realize I was conducting my own research study, but I started documenting. So I started taking before photos and then I started taking after photos of the differences when my water was used. And mm -hmm. the results are, are amazing. They're all over my pages. And then I think the bigger thing resulted, which was my clients, they started coming back, Mr. Lee. Now it's one thing to be a stylist and you nail it in the chair the first time with the style and the client is happy. But it's yeah. another thing when your customer or your client calls you back. Yeah, the and proof for of the, the pudding, first, right? And listen, for the first time in my life, my clients were not calling back from Miss Tanya. They were calling back from my water. Yeah. All of them were realizing the water. It's the water that made my hair feel this good. The water yeah. is what stopped my shedding. The water is what makes me so shiny. So yeah. 2018 was in July was when yeah. I realized what this water is doing in addition to the long-term benefits. So the more you use my water, the bigger and better the benefits are with the long-term use of it. So I decided to launch. I did a lot of praying, crying, um, yelling and screaming. And yeah. I believe my God once wanted me to roll this out for the world. So it's just so, an additional option, you know, what, for our hair. What were, what were, what were your fears? What were your concern? I mean, why, why did you cry and, and pray and like, what, what were you praying for? Right. Because you had this product, you had customers saying, yes, this is amazing. Yeah, but it was But it's the water, right? Like yes, no one's going to believe yes. me. Right. It's right. like, it's like you have like, like some, some sort of magical water and people think, yeah, I can get water at home. Right. So I, that's I have my the, own family saying that I was crazy and telling me that water doesn't do anything. And yeah. I had my own family kind of trying to discourage me. And this is what I want to yeah. say to all entrepreneurs mm. listening. Yeah. You may have direct, what I call detours, people that will say to you, you can't do that or that's impossible and you can't make that and you won't be able to do that. You will only know if you try. So all I did to myself was say, Tanya, the only way you're gonna have any different results is if you try something different. 
and mm -hmm. my results happen to benefit not just myself, but all others that are using the product. I yeah. um, highly encourage any entrepreneur to just hold your heart and let it guide you. If you feel that, like I said, tape, if you found a tape that is stronger and better than a nail, even though we're adapted to nails, you run with that. You start talking yeah. and sharing because if it is true, people will, people, word of mouth is the best um, source of, um, of advertisement. People will yeah, share it. Absolutely. And that's what's happening with my brand. People are using it. People that. are trying it. And yeah. I think uh, we have a little bit of a freeze there. Um, but while we're waiting for, for Tanya to come back, uh, she is so right. Being uh, being an entrepreneur, like one of the one of the um, I guess uh, people that I look up to is the late you know Steve Jobs from Apple, and uh, you know like you have what he would say in his ads would say change the status quo, right? Um, when 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 the first when the first um, uh, uh, iPhones came out or the um, the MP3 players uh, came out. Were there other MP3 players that existed? Sure. And were there other people saying, yeah, there's no way. Look, look at all these. The market is totally saturated. Why would you come out with another another uh, MP3 player, right? Um, but yet he believed that people did need it and there was a space for that. So that's, that's the key. Um, so for entrepreneurs that are watching this, as you can hear from, from Tanya's journey, it wasn't overnight. As a matter of fact, I mean, she started in in the in the in the, in the 80s, and and now you know 2016. It was a build up from 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 the very you know from she was in, in middle school all the way up to where we're at today, and she slowly built it up. You know, um, stacking experience. You know, leveraging that connections, leveraging the connections and making that, putting that all together um, to, to where she's at today. And think about the research, right? It, it wasn't overnight. It wasn't, oh yeah, I talked to the chemist and then apparently water is the thing. So I'll just, I'll just have water. Um, and it, she took a, a lot of time and, and research to, to make that happen. And it looks like Tanya's coming back. Uh, we'll wait until she connects. But so, thank you for uh, for for the individuals that have commented. Yes, this is this sounds like it's really awesome stuff. Hey, welcome back, Tanya. <laughs> welcome back. Thank you. So sorry for that. Yeah, no that worries. No worries. Yeah, during the intermission, I was just you know um, repeating your basically your your story where where you came from. It wasn't. It didn't happen overnight. Success doesn't hope happen overnight. When, when people think of, oh, wow, you're an entrepreneur, you're, you know, you've, you've grown your business. Now, you know, you mentioned you, you built a, a, you know, affiliate program, you're building all these other programs, right? Man, it, like, you're so lucky, right? <laughs> you can, you can hear from your story. It wasn't luck. It was hard freaking work, right? Hard freaking work. Yes, it so was. it was. But this so, is when I want to express, this yeah. is when I want to express though. Mm -hmm. Each individual entrepreneur, you really got to find what's called your designated passion. Um, some of us are within industries and fields that we know that we're not happy in, and we know that that's not our true calling. 
Doing hair is my true calling. As I, admi I admitted in the beginning, I don't like doing nails. I don't like doing skin. I love hair. So I decided to drop that part. I, you know, I was kind of running myself raggedy, trying to buy all the stuff for the skincare stuff. And all right, another connection, but yeah. So as Ty has mentioned, uh, it, it's following your passion, but I also would add to, from my take, passion um, is a good 50% of it. There's the other half too that I would also add is that is it is this something that's marketable are you going to solve uh, a big you know a problem for for people that that you know that's something that you're really really passionate about um you know you might you might say oh well i'm really passionate about you know knitting knitting i don't know baskets i don't know what it is i'm really made it up but maybe no one wants to buy my knitted basket so that doesn't really solve a problem but, but one one of the things that Tanya hasn't mentioned, um, but she 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 kind of shared that with her, through her story, is that um, yes, her passion is hair, and she's been in uh, in this industry doing hair for a very very long time. Um, but also, she is passionate about solving people's problems. She listened and she continued that research, and she was able to solve that problem. So rather than just the passion, it's a really good start. It really lights the fire, but really having the passion to solve um, problems is really part of that entrepreneurial spirit. Um, so we'll, we'll give it a few minutes. Oh, it looks like Tanya's coming back. So let's, let me grab back up here. <laughs> if anyone has any questions, feel free to uh, comment we can uh you know we can we can answer those questions hey tanya welcome back thank you so technology is definitely not it's on not our me. side it's the wi-fi <laughs> wi in colorado everyone it's oh, not me man. yeah no worries no worries <laughs> thank you thank you yeah. thank you so okay so in your journey you know uh going through going through your concerns your fears you know, yeah, your family telling you water, you're crazy. Water of all things, I like my conditioner, but then yeah. um, they started using it and they became believers, right? In your product. Now, what was the process of like uh, the, the manufacturing process, the bottling, um, all that did, like how, how did that go? So that was hard. That was part of, that's why it's called a journey and a process because yeah. there's a lot of mistakes that are made in what's called the startup process. You know, you have to mm -hmm. test things, you have to trial things. So you just mentioned, for instance, like the printing aspect. It's one thing to find a label designer mm -hmm. to design your label. It's a yep. whole nother shopping cart to go and find the right printing shop to print on the right material. I had to go through that trial of, I started with paper labels, which <laughs> did horrible yeah. on the on the bottles because the water dissolves the paper just yeah. as it does so well on our hair and skin. Oh, so I had that. to, <laughs> yeah. So I had to like, you know, find <laughs> vinyl labels. Um, packaging was a trial. Yeah. We started out yeah. with spray bottles on everything. I had to realize that that was not yeah. the best option of output for the water for the bottles. So now we've transitioned and now we've yep. upgraded to spouts on the bottles. Um, things like that, mm. 
are part of what's called the startup process. These are things that are so important to make sure that you're doing to ensure that once you launch, you're rising and excelling. Because if you don't go through these processes in the beginning, those challenges that you just heard me go through are going to become part of your business. And that's going to make things so much harder on you as the entrepreneur or the business owner. So it's so important to test. It's important to trial, not just see something and buy it and then offer it to your customers. You got to trial that out. And I always say that is if you care. I care a lot about what I do. I care a lot about how people feel about what I'm doing to them. And I do care about the results of what they're experiencing by behind my product. So my journey was long. I know a lot of entrepreneurs that have made their own product very quickly. Mm -hmm. This took me 18 months to conduct my research and and studies. And I now introduce the world to my water leave and hair solution. You know, it's, it's, it's truly life. It's really different and very, very, very. With your, your, your inventory, do you, do you uh, buy it in bulk and batches or do you work with your manufacturer and say, okay, well, um, you know, produce as needed, like, and then, and then drop ship it. Like, how does that work for you? So if anyone's wondering, I, myself, I control a lot of the, um, the duties that go along with Tanya does care. Um, one of my challenges is being controlling. I am a micromanager. <laughs> um, however, it's important that I oversee everything and everything is right. So in terms Quality of my control. process is, is very important. So we batch, we test. Um, so in the process, um, of what I do, I do have to caress the water. Once the water is caressed, we then have to test it to ensure that it's at the same consistent level. We also develop batching um, numbers so that if there's ever a problem with any one bottle, Mm. I know which batch it came from and I'm able to verify and research or investigate what happened and what went went wrong so that we can make the adjustments and the proper changes to ensure that our integrity stays number one. Mm. Um, In addition to bottling, we also have to order supplies um, constantly. Um, If you can imagine, I'm ordering 3,000 bottles at a time. So you have to do your research. Mm -hmm. There are large manufacturers. There's manufacturers that you can buy individual units from, Um, Mm -hmm. but it's much more, of course, productive for any entrepreneur to buy in bulk. I've had to, I had to learn that the hard way. Yeah, but you can buy in bulk immediately, right? You couldn't buy in bulk immediately because you had to buy local. You can find local um, local vendors that you can respond to in person and pick up, which is yeah. more cost effective. It's always best to be able to buy local than, than having things shipped. Um, okay. But then there's other challenges like the marketing and the promoting. So mm-hmm. part of the startup process, the promoting of it was very difficult because I was coming with something totally different. So I had to understand that it's exclusive is what it's called when you're coming with something brand yeah. new. And I then like really had to put my trust behind it. So with going through the process and getting everything established, you then come to the marketing and the promoting aspect of building your business, which to me is the fun part. That's when you get to brag about what you've spent all this time, you know, yeah. building and creating. And and it's kind of like the, the nuts and bolts of, of really running a business is the marketing and promoting. Love it. 
So now let's let's talk a little bit about let's change gears a little bit. Now you have you mentioned okay, so you have your your um, your hair salon, right? Mm -hmm. Then you yes. have you have your 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 my water product, um, yes. but but also you built an affiliate program. Now one of the first things people think like affiliate program. Well, that's a multi layer marketing program. Why, why would you do that? You know, or you know, like uh, like. There's some pros and cons to it, and there's also you know, negative stereotypes to it. So, but also like, I'm curious, like, why did you do the affiliate or create a, your own affiliate program, and versus other ways to market your product? Most important, foremost, I wanted others to benefit from this. Also, mm -hmm. I realized um, in the beginning of all this that the whole world. This is, you know, is, is something that everybody in the world is facing. This is not just a Colorado thing. It's not just a Greenwood Village thing. So mm -hmm. I then realized that I had a challenge on my shoulders. How am I gonna help everybody that can't get to my salon, right? So this is what made us start the e-commerce website. Um, this was how I realized I'd be able to reach much larger masses um, and, uh, and all across the United States. So with that, um, we built the e-commerce um, website, which is also another component, of course, of the business, but mm -hmm. it kind of solved my challenge of how am I going to help the world? So then I realized, okay, well, wait a minute, the world, what about a stylist? You know, it was like more or less, I had two targets or two markets to target, which yeah. were individual users, as well as those like me, which are behind the chair. Yeah. So this is what like engaged in me to want to build an affiliate program because I wanted everyone to not just have something to buy retail like I've had to do all of my stuff. Mm -hmm. I wanted others to be able to benefit from it and be able to make money off of it as well. Mm -hmm. One thing I'd like to go into is my affiliate program. It's free to sign up. That's unheard of. Most mm -hmm. affiliate programs that are, are that are available today on the market require some type of out-of-pocket expense, yeah, whether it's yeah. a sign fee or a membership yep. fee or some <laughs> type of monies out. I'm not going to name names, but there is a program <laughs> that <laughs> that sells these knives, and I got I got and, and uh, there's this like thing in the back of my mind, like because like when I was young, I got suckered into one of these programs, and and. And when I was in that chair, they were asking me, wait, you want me to give you money to sell your product? What? How does that make sense? Right? That's what I call um, the traditional business model. And yeah. what I'm bringing forth, I'm calling my business models, holistic business models, because you got to mm -hmm. slow down. You got to yeah. understand the process. And like you just said, I don't think it makes sense to have to go into debt to start a business. Mm -hmm. That's backwards practice to me. Yeah. It should be easy to start a business. And then the process is that you build from the bottom up. you got to crawl yeah. before you walk. Absolutely. So in building the affiliate program, I wanted others to understand that process that mm -hmm. you, when you come in, it's free. You start yep. sharing your link, which is free. It doesn't cost you to mm -hmm. copy and paste a URL, you know, into your text messages and your, yeah. your posts. And then you will begin to get orders into your, into your, through your link. After oh, nice. so many orders, you're going to okay. start to earn a commission. 30% of whatever you would make Lee in your, in your account off of your link. I pay you 30% of that every month. This way you're able to yeah. build 
You can either mm -hmm. what's called save your money and let it uh, um, accumulate to a certain goal that you may have. Or we also have what's called a cash out payday so that you're able to either cash out. We also offer the option to roll your money over and to purchase like a wholesale package or something to mm. level up your salon and offer retail at that point. Okay. So I wanted others to have the same opportunities, resources yeah. that I've had available to me throughout my journey. Yeah. Um, I feel that others will never be as successful as I do unless you follow in my path. So like, for instance, I've had a lot of business women come to me that have tried to start a business but didn't haven't even gotten no an address for the business, you know? So I have to remind everyone, there is a process to everything. And as long as you follow the proper process, I have a funny feeling you're gonna automatically experience success. Love it. And and like, how did you create the affiliate program? Like, did, did you come with, uh, you know, did you do research and see how other affiliate programs work? Talk to people that you know that were part of the affiliate program and then start putting that together. Was, was there a lot of trial and error? Like, how, how did that program work? No, honestly, I copied another company. I just admitted earlier in our um, episode that I was in a, I was an affiliate for Arena Life. And that opportunity, I, it made me feel very comfortable. It made me feel very special. I was mm -hmm. able to sell the product. I was able to obtain inventory in a bulk that was affordable. And then yeah. I was able to sell it at a higher price, which yeah. made me extra money. And yeah. I thought, man, this works. This is, this is helpful. You get other people helping you sell your product yeah. and you're, but, but you're compensating them for doing so. Yes. And it's a win-win situation. And it's yeah, a very, sure. very productive way on how to get your product out into other demographical areas or other arenas that you don't reside in yourself. Mm, so I, I then I mentioned earlier, um, part of my team, um, I have a website designer. designer, mm. And so I went to her and I yeah. said, what is it going to look like for me to build an affiliate program? I think uh, we uh, we have a little bit more Wi-Fi uh, challenges in uh, Colorado, uh, but no worries. Um, yeah, hearing hearing Tanya's affiliate program, I guess it makes me a little more comfortable. I think it's less of what we're used to with the with the MLM system, but really from the sound of it, it it's more of a of a uh, manufacturer to a distributor kind of structure where where they're. Um, the, you know, Tanya is the manufacturer producing the product and we have distributors or, I mean, think of it this way, right? You, we buy products from, from the store, like, like, uh, Myers, uh, 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 Kroger, I guess uh, from the local area here, but just grocery stores in general, um, CVS, you know, pharmacy, pharmacy stores, and they're buying it from the manufacturer. So, I mean, technically, could you call them an affiliate? Yeah, sure. They're, they're, they're making money. Um, but the only difference is they're, you know, they're stocking it in their location, but it also sounds like these are salons buying her product and they're probably stocking at least a few bottles. Um, so when, when, when Tanya comes back, we'll, we'll ask her, okay, you know, like with the salons, are they, are they stocking the products? You know, how, how are they, are they, um, uh, you know, like purchasing the, well, we, we kind of know that just. This is uh, through their, their website, through their affiliate link. So, oh, okay, Tanya is back. <laughs> so we're just chatting. So uh, from the sound of it, and correct me if I'm wrong, right? Um, 
it's 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 less so much when you when people think of affiliate they're thinking of like the multi-layer marketing like like pyramid thing but from the sound of it it's more of like a manufacturer to distributor relationship right you're manufacturing the product and we have uh you know uh salons buying your product and they probably have a few of your bottles at their salon mm -hmm. right and they're using your product on their customers' hairs, um, you know, and, and their in their skin, right? For that, so it's more of that type of relationship, right? It is, right? and and the relationship that. So the relationship that I'm um, hoping to share with everyone else is the the option, you know, the the opportunity to become versatile, um, to be able to really, because what my product who my product caters to is the pattern hair community and in the industry the hair care industry right now it's just not that popular for um pattern individuals to want to go into salons so i feel that this is going to close the gap for not just stylists in terms of adding more clients to their clientele base this is going to add an additional product to their retail shelves and more importantly, it's going to add an additional option for your clients in terms of your menu services. Sometimes clients only come to a salon because they're offering something totally new, you know, something totally different. That's the opportunity, I call it, more so than a relationship. It's an opportunity to close the gaps, to be more versatile, mm -hmm. to have more options, you know, to have that gray, you know, that black and white area instead of just having conditioner. You now can offer a water for the mindsets that understand water you know there's there are a lot of them out here more than i knew um so yeah it's more it's more op providing the same opportunities that that have been afforded to me i wanted to provide it for everyone else this is why i launched beyond beauty school um i realized that the way i do hair is very different than how we're taught and trained in beauty in traditional beauty school so i've developed a curriculum and a training workshop to share and teach how I do hair, the tools that I use, which is different from what we used in beauty school, that yeah. makes a difference. So I say to everyone, it's just, I found a better way. And I want everyone else that has the same drive that I have, that has the same determination that I have and has the same passion that I have. Mm -hmm. This is for you, you can do it too. Yeah, I love it. Now we're, we're coming up to our hour and uh, first, you know, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Now, do you have any final tips for anyone thinking about starting their beauty business? What would what would you tell them? First and foremost, if it were me listening, I think what would make me feel best is I want everyone to understand you can call me for help. You can call me to ask me any oh. questions. You can call me to ask for resources, for vendors, for options, for just a ear because those are some of the things that i really didn't have during my journey so a lot of times we don't need a dollar you know we don't need a text message we just need an ear to to, to vent to or to run our ideas our, our ideas by and just someone to say hey i think that's good or here's what i did or let me explain to you what happened to me when i tried to do that that's what i say to every entrepreneur reach out ask for help don't be afraid to share and talk about what you're thinking about doing and follow your heart. If you have passion and you know what you're doing is right and you know what you have is good, go ahead and share it with the world. 
because the only thing or person that's holding you back is yourself. Wow, I love it. And Tanya, thank you so much. That's very generous of you. I mean, as you can hear everyone, she works seven days a week yes. and she, yes. she wakes up 4.30 in the morning and she yes. has a jam-packed day, but yet she's willing to share her time and her knowledge and her experience to help others. And, you know, like it's, it's, it's rare, it's hard to find. And, and uh, thank you, Tanya, so much for being on the show, sharing your knowledge. Um, so with that being said, how can our listeners uh, reach you? How can they contact you? You can reach me more conveniently on the website at www.tanyadoeshairllc.com and that's spelled T-A-N-Y-A-D-O-E-S-H-A-I-R-L-L-C.com. You also can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn under Tanya Does Hair LLC. Awesome. And for those that are like, oh my God, I'm, I'm driving right now. I, I, I don't have pen and paper. Don't worry. We're going to have all the information, all the references, all the, all the key points right on our, on our blog page, but we'll also share it on, on YouTube and we'll share it on our, on our podcast. So the information will be there. You'll be able to go on our page, click on the link and, and go right there. Okay. So again, Tanya, thank you so much. Thank you. And Mr. everyone, have a wonderful day. You too. Bye-bye, everyone.